Welcome to the Insurance Stream. I'm your host, Dave Bowling. Good to be with you today. It is Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Today we're talking about insurance fraud. There's lots of different types of insurance fraud. Go over a few. Go over some eye-catching headlines regarding insurance fraud. Today's episode is sponsored by ePay Policy. Easier payments built just for insurance. If you're not using ePay Policy and you're an insurance agent, you're being left behind. ePay Policy does easier payments built just for insurance. You can speed up your reconciliation, buying policy faster, provide an exceptional experience your customers will love with powerful tools that make insurance payments a breeze. Go to theinsurancestream.com, click on services for your agency, and then click on payment processing. We appreciate the folks over at ePay Policy for their sponsorship of today's episode. And they are great. All the integrations they've got going on. we got to have them back on the show here because they've done so much since they started sponsoring this show um, that we really, really, really need to do a refresher episode with them. Okay, so in today's insurance meditation, we're talking about insurance fraud. You know, insurance fraud takes so many forms. There's arson. There's um, auto arson insurance fraud, which... I don't know who would set their car on fire for an insurance claim, but apparently in 2020, there was 8,898 cases of this. Um, in total that year, arson was uh, offenses were recorded at 39,851 here in the U.S. 15,079 of those were structure fires. Um, so that's crazy to me that people would burn down their stuff on purpose. You know, you've got workers' compensation fraud um, and and you need to know this agents because you guys classify these uh, job, you know, these employees. Um, if you dis, you know, dishonestly classify someone, maybe say roofers or clear, you know, clerical employees or um, their lower risk sales staff, but they're actually doing roofing. That's a big deal. That's fraud. So um, fraud, you know, accounts for um, I think 10% of all insurance premiums is what I read. Uh, in one of these articles. And so the 10 worst states for auto insurance fraud, number one is Nevada. Um, Let's see here. Who is number two? I've got this map. Number three is Florida. Two is Delaware. Um, And uh, we can go over some stats here. So number one, um, Nevada had 1,066 cases of uh, insurance fraud regarding automobiles. Delaware is number two. They've got um, 329 auto fraud cases. And then, um, and that is per capita. So that's that's why there's so few there because then in Florida, they've got three, uh, third, which is 7,238. So, um, you know, be be watching as an agent. You We are the front line of defense for fraudulent claims because typically they, uh, you know, report the claims to us first so that's uh let's see so number four is connecticut five is missouri six is maryland seven is ohio eight is georgia nine is new hampshire and ten is virginia so um you know that's there those are where the auto re- uh, related fraud cases are the highest per one million drivers so um something to be aware of especially if you reside in those states because apparently the residents of your states um they they like to file fraudulent claims uh, workers' compensation, we covered that. <clears throat> Let's see here. The other type of fraud, of course, 
is uh, not paying premiums for your client. That's definitely fraud. So there's a Montana insurance agency owner that was sentenced to four years in prison for fraud and ID theft. This agent impersonated a college employee and fraudulently set up an insurance financing agreement. Then she collected the money from that finance agreement um, and put it in her pocket. So she was ordered to pay $155,436 in restitution for wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. This was a college in Montana that this gal had insured. Her name, Kyleen Moria Hagedone of uh, Forsyth, Montana. She ran the scheme from 2020 uh, through about April 2023. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, she pled guilty in August and then was uh, apparently recently sentenced. So she's accused of collecting premiums but not submitting the payments to the insurance carriers, resulting in her clients being uninsured. Um, Chief Dole Knife College was defrauded out of $91,833 in 2021. Um, yeah, she fraudulently set up a premium finance agreement, allowing her to pay the college's premium installments. However, she failed to make the installment payments. The school's insurance was canceled in April 2022. The insurance agent hid the cancellation so she could continue defrauding the school. Crazy. Not smart. Some of these things is like, man, if you guys worked as hard at actually placing business as you do at stuff like this, you probably have a pretty good business. The other thing, an Iowa man got sentenced to 21 months for filing bogus property claims following disasters. Um, so, you know, this guy, um, let's see, it was $125,003.68 in uh, restitution that he's going to be ordered to pay, or he was ordered to pay the state fraud, uh, state farm <laughs> for the fraud. Uh, Timothy D. Sletten, um, he was also ordered to pay a $50,000 fine. He filed property claims on his residential rental properties after a tornado hit uh, Marshalltown, Iowa in 2018. And then um, he really went elaborate on this. He filed fake work invoices, um, all this different stuff. 2020, a powerful windstorm struck Marshalltown. Once again, this guy goes and uh, claims to have suffered storm damages and uh, submitted fake invoices to State Farm. Um, so, you know, he has wrongfully collected more than $180,000 from State Farm, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. It was after 2020 claim that the insurance company got a little suspicious, began investigating. Eventually, the company began denying disaster-related claims filed by this guy. In January 2021, the Iowa Insurance Division's Fraud Bureau began investigating the landlord. And, um, yeah, so busted. So, again, you know, don't, don't do fraud, insurance agents, of course. Um, but, you know, keep your eye out for your clients because this really is a premium driver. And right now in this market, we don't need more premium drivers. We need things to relieve the pressure and bring those premium costs down. This has been your daily insurance meditation. <laughs>